Accepting self when others don't. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am, very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode, I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for the special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing to you Heather Payer, who grew up in Pembroke, New Hampshire and moved to San Diego at 18, which was one of the best decisions she's ever made. After five years in San Diego, she moved to the Midwest, where she spent eight years between two states before moving back to New Hampshire to be close to her family. She has a total of 13 years in the insurance industry, but went to school for architectural design. After years of working to achieve the goals of other business owners, she decided to branch out on her own. This decision was swift, and she jumped in headfirst, and after some failure, she learned what it takes to succeed. She loves architect, animals, travel, thought-provoking conversations, reading, and her niece and nephew. All right, all right. Welcome to the Intimacy Truths Podcast, where we have Heather, who is here to talk to us about accepting self when others don't. Thank you for being here. Yay, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Uh, I'm super excited to share, one, how we've gotten connected through your Diversity on Fire podcast. So if anyone is interested in learning more about what that looks like or sounds like or is, please take a look at Diversity on Fire. Um, But Heather, would you like to share a little bit about uh, why accepting self when others don't is such a passion of yours? Who? All right. So why it's such a passion of mine is because I learned it the hard way. (laughs) I feel like I've learned so many of my lessons the hard way, but for me, I came to a point where I realized I use this term, nobody is coming to save you. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, you know, people often say we are born alone, you'll die alone. But then somewhere along the line, we forget that. So we're so attached to other people accepting us that we forget how important it is for us to accept ourselves. And I found myself there. I found myself hating myself because I was rejected by someone. And for reasons that really didn't have anything to do with me, they had to do with them, but I took on the burden. And so digging out of that, I guess I just realized like how important it is to accept myself. Absolutely. And 
I wanted to make sure we brought up the point that it's a work in progress. That's something you're also very passionate about, that accepting self is a constant work in progress. And I'd like to add to um, one of my big learning lessons, I was age 13, same thing, but a little bit different context of the, what the scenario was like, but if I don't do it for me, no one else will. And that was something that lit a, a fire underneath me that kept me going and has continued to keep me going. Every time someone tries to diminish that fire, it makes that fire that much stronger uh, because my self-acceptance is something that I will no longer ever, not no longer, but will never let somebody diminish. So tell us more why it's super impassionate about, why you're super passionate about it being a work in progress and not it being a destination that you're always work, uh, gonna be at or get to. I feel like because it shows up in so many different ways, to be honest, right? Like we, we want this to be some pretty box that we can put a bow on and say, look, I've mastered it, but it doesn't, it's not how life works. Like there are different dynamics, different scenarios constantly. And frankly, it, we are in the age of social media. I'm not even going to make, make it seem like it's the devil. Cause I don't think it is. I think that we can harness the power that it has, but we also have to understand the direction it can take us if we don't value ourselves first. So by that, I mean, because that, that sounds a little broad, by that, I really specifically mean if we're focused on how many likes we get on a post as and that's going to tell us what our value is, that's a problem. Right. What if that all goes away tomorrow? That's going to be a problem. So I guess I've seen it come up in myself and I noticed repeat patterns over and over and over again, which is why I find it's so important to recognize that it's a continued effort and I haven't mastered it. So. Yes. Well, uh, you have mastered it. You've mastered the continued effort. And that's really what we're mastering is that continued effort to stay committed to our self-love and our self-care and all that we need and what, what it is that we uh, want our picture of ourselves to be versus what other people might try to add to our canvas, right? The way I talk about that with clients is uh, we have a canvas and it's, you know, this big on day 20 and then it gets bigger to get like, I, I picture in my head, like an inch of it being added around the entire edge of the mandala, the canvas that I picture in my head with all the colorful pictures. And in the beginning of the day, I'm sketching it with my self-care and my shower and I'm sketching it in and I'm talking to my kids. And by the end of the day, it's this pretty colorful thing and it's had a lot of activity and a lot of experience. And I'm a whole different person that day than what I was three days before that. Different colors, different tastes, different ideas. I've expanded my mind. So maybe now I'm going a little bit in a different direction and of like thought process or whatever it might be. So that, that self-love and self-acceptance um, especially when others may not like want that. And if someone's trying to put some black on our thing, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want that black there. And that no, 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 is that resiliency and determination to choose what we want on our canvas, what we believe deserves to be there versus what others feel they deserve to impose on our canvas. Yeah. So it's our canvas. Mm -hmm. And if someone else gets to paint on it, it's because they're complimenting it, not mm -hmm. making it it's not part of the whole. It's just a compliment too. Yes. I love it. So do you mind sharing some of the um, experience that you had when that like big aha moment you had when you were deciding that someone else's lack of acceptance of you was not how you were going to continue to live your journey? Yeah. So I wish that I could say it was one moment in time. There was a lot of moments, but this was, this was a point in my life where I 
it was just before I turned 30 and I, I have this idea in my mind of where I'm supposed to be in life and how it's supposed to look. Right. And my partner at the time and I were together for about three years and we had this plan, right? We were, we were looking at multiple cities and whoever got the job first, that was the city we were going to go to. And the other person would just, you know, follow up by getting a job. Well, I got the job first. And so I moved, the job started, he had a job uh, where we currently lived. And so we still had a couple months on the lease. So basically I went up first. So I went up, found the apartment, did all the kind of getting it set up type of thing. And about a week after I got up there, I just knew, and I think here's the thing that in retrospect, I think we know a lot more than we acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So I think I knew a lot in advance anyways, but I kind of just knew something was wrong. So I was on the phone with him and I just said, you're not coming, are you? And he said, no. Mm -hmm. And I of course lost it. And I'm in a new city where I literally know nobody. I was my, it was my first time in an outside sales job. So like I knew no one and now I've got to build a network, which I've never done before in a place that I've never been before. And I'm feeling so incredibly rejected because in my mind, I had built a life with this person and they had just said, nope, sorry, you're not what I was looking for or whatever scenario was built in my brain. Yeah. And so there was a lot, I mean, maybe longer than I would like to admit, but look, it's the process is the process where I just felt like absolute garbage, like Mm -hmm. a total failure. Like I'm 30. What Mm -hmm. did I do wrong? And then finally I started to realize it actually, it was him. And it's not him to say I'm blaming him. It's him that he wanted something different than me. And do I wish that he said it in advance? Uh, Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that would have been super cool to have a conversation, but he didn't. But regardless of if he did or didn't, I kind of came to realize like what he wanted being different than what I wanted didn't mean that what I wanted was not okay. Right. And so when I finally started to realize that, I kind of started to like myself again, which was, which was pretty nice. (laughs) Yeah. And this, to speak to the reality of the situation, right. You're definitely not blaming by, by calling out the reality of the situation, which was he used his words and made commitments and then did not follow through with those commitments and was not loyal to what he was saying. And so when we trust in someone and then they don't take any, specific action and what we trusted them in um they don't they don't follow through with what they were said they were going to do that is very disheartening that is very challenging that is very frustrating to have to overcome had there been a trusting honest committed conversation prior to around you know i committed to this but i'm realizing that i don't think that this is the right thing to do and this is what i'm thinking i should be doing instead that would have been a much different experience for you and for them so that it didn't have to be so contentious and so challenging. Um, So kudos to you for owning your side of it. Like it sounds like you realized there were some warning signs that you were ignoring because you didn't also want to face the truth, right? Um, Which is very challenging to try to face. And and it sounds like you took on a truth that wasn't actually the truth. Like what's wrong with you? Um, you know, we, we tend to do that. Like why I'm the common denominator here. So what's the problem? 
Well, yeah. And to add a layer to that too, there was also, there was also cheating going on that uh, I found out afterwards. Okay. So that definitely added to the layer of like right. worthiness and dishon- mm-hmm. yeah, dishonesty and worthiness. And so, I mean, you can probably speak to this way better yeah. than anyone, but <laughs> our attachment and our worth being attached to someone else accepting us mm. is massive. And so if I had had a stronger framework at the time, which mm-hmm. I'm not going back and, and replaying that or anything, because mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But had I had a deeper sense of self mm-hmm. at the time, then it would have been quicker for me to recover and acknowledge that, yeah, I would have been hurt regardless. I mean, I'm a human being, hi. Right. But right. I would have been able to move on faster rather than feeling like I was the one that was an epic failure. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, again, I guess that just reiterates why I feel so passionate about it because it was a very rough time for quite Mm -hmm. a while. And it's like, oh, you don't want to go back there. So like set your, set your foundation, you know, exactly. Choose your foundation wisely and have the right helper who can help you figure out what that foundation is. And that can even lead us into the work that you do and how you do help people with setting their financial foundation so that if there is a time where they hit a hiccup in the road, whether it be an injury or uh, some sort of unfortunate event that they encounter in their life, you give them the opportunity to create that foundation for themselves and um, sort of an unintended consequence to that, helping them create that financial foundation is that they can then learn how to accept themselves in this new situation and not have to feel this pressure around fighting with, you know, other insurance institutes to pay for their bills or, you know, being in massive debt. So speak more to what you do. So I do voluntary supplemental benefits and I do that through employers. So through businesses, um, and I, and I work with their employees to provide them with options. And there's a variety of options and it's a conversation with each employee to determine what makes sense for their scenario. I'll give you a really specific example on how I've seen this happen. And it, it's almost exactly kind of the scenario that you were just mentioning is giving people the option and kind of a little bit of a safety net. So I had a client, she was in home health care. That was her profession, super active. I mean, she, I want to say she was in her fifties and she was on vacation in another state doing some sort of like biking event, um, super active. Oh, she was also in a roller derby, which high badass. Um, but right. anyway, so, so she was super, super active, right? Yeah. Super active lady. And she took a fall off of the bike and she got a brain injury. Oh no. So she is, she's okay, but she'll never do the job that she was doing again. And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I had a lot of conversations with her because this is where she was. She had a short-term disability policy. So that's what I had offered to her. And that's what she had taken. And basically what that does is that says, cause she couldn't work immediately. She couldn't work. So it immediately would start picking up and helping pay her a portion of her paycheck that she was missing. Mm-hmm. So for six months, 
that's what she lived on. And that gave her the space because she, again, she knew right away, she was never going back to work. It took her a long time to admit that. Um, but the doctors told her right away. Self-acceptance, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean that, can you imagine being so active and then being like, Oh, guess what? That's not going to work anymore. Well, and at the core of that story is the same as the core of your story. Can you imagine, you Mm -hmm. know, thinking you're going to marry someone and have them for the rest of your life. And then them walking away from you without any understand, you know, a random day of it, all of a sudden switching and turning around that self-acceptance is so important in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, continue. Yeah. Oh, no. So that's pretty much the sum of it. So she had this short-term disability policy that carried her and gave her some space. Yeah. Um, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. So yeah. especially when you're out for an extended period of time, but for some people, it starts to hurt really quickly. Mm-hmm. So for her, that just gave her some space to kind of accept the new situation and to get heal. into, to heal, to mm-hmm. get into a longer term you know, plan for what was next so that she didn't have to worry about like, oh, I have to go to back to work next week because my bills are still due and I don't have any money coming in. So for me, (laughs) I always say this all the time. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to get injured. I don't want you to get sick. However, it's really gratifying for me when those things do happen, when we've put something in place, Mm -hmm. because I know, and I've heard from clients that come back and they're like, I'm so happy I had this. I'm so grateful I talked to you. I'm so grateful you gave yep. me this opportunity to, to protect myself and my family. I think about it all the time. If something were to happen to me or my husband, like our family would fall apart and it'd be so scary to think about. Yeah. It's really scary. It is. Thank you for sharing your story and telling Absolutely. us more about what you do. And I love how uh, that self-acceptance piece, it's always interesting when I, when we start a a podcast, how it comes full circle by the end of it. And um, it's interesting how that full circle comes because oftentimes, and I think it's just my, uh, one of my significant skills, oftentimes people don't make those connections in the way that we were able to make the connections today. Um, so thank you for sharing your trust and your vulnerability. And please tell us if there's a, how, what website your website is, but also talk more uh, or share some of the links and stuff for your podcast, because it is incredible the stories that you share and the people that you're you talk with on that and what you're sharing with the world is really awesome. Sure. So um, my benefits website is Pivot Life, and a lot of people are annoyed by the way I spell life. It's P I V O T L Y, like Yankee fe.com. So pivot life, but life is with a Y. That's my business website where I do the the um benefits Mm -hmm. and then diversity on fire is the podcast so it's diversityonfire.com is the website you can find all the episodes there that is a huge passion of mine I can't tell you how amazing it is I learn every single time I have a conversation with something someone I learn something new I gain a new perspective it's amazing and it's inspiring to hear you know just what people are doing I mean it's not even about tragedy some some people have wonderful lives and they're just awesome and they're just creating value of some sort of work that they're doing and so it's just I love it I love it so much and so diversity on fire a lot of people are like oh we're gonna talk about diversity and it's gonna be foo-foo it's It's not right it's not not at all it's not we have some great conversations and it truly is diversity. It's, it's all types of diversity. I mean, we talk about vegan food. We talk about um, education, um, the prison system, a lot of different stuff. I guess all, some of those were a little, I don't know if you want to talk about the prison system, but 
Yeah, why not? Right? <laughs> There's a lot of different stuff. Yes. And uh, the piece with diversity is it feels like a scary topic because media is making it a scary topic. But there's actually people out there who are not afraid to talk about it. Um, And so if that's something that your listeners, if you're uh, like, I'm afraid to talk about it, then go and take a listen to Diversity on Fire so that that fear can stop holding you back from having the conversation that you crave to have and and learning the new things that you crave to learn instead of letting everybody else impose those uh, negative opinions because of the way social media and and media in general is, is taking advantage of all the stuff that's happening right now. Um, thank you for being here and thank you for being you. Thank you for having me and thank you for being you. This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode, I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for this special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com.